Ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is Marvel Studios. Hey, Marvel, it's Sony. Oh, hey, Sony, how you doing? Good, good, good. So, Marvel, old buddy, been thinking about this Spider-Man deal. Oh, you mean that really generous one where we offer to pick up 50% of all financing costs on a $300 million movie and give you access to all our creative genius and MCU characters so you can keep making billion-dollar Spider-Man movies? The one that we desperately needed after our failed reboot of the Spider-Man movies? Yep, that's the one. Glad to hear it. So here's how we uh, can... Uh... You can go fuck yourself. Wait, how's that now? Yeah. See, we've given it a lot of thought, and we just don't think we need you anymore. We've been spying on Feige, and we think we know how to access his genius. But, but just three years ago, we got you on record saying that you needed our help because we knew what we were doing. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. It, it, it was in all of those leaked emails after you were hacked. Nope, nope. We don't talk about that. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Don't worry. We know exactly what we're going to do. We're not going to ruin the integrity of the character again. We know what we're doing this time. We're just going to, like, you know, kill Uncle Ben again and... <sighs> no, wait, 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 wait. Follow me here. Follow me. Venom kills Uncle Ben, and that's why Spider-Man is on a quest for revenge. Oh, for... And he has to team up with Morbius. Who? Morbius, as played by Jared Leto. Dude, nobody cares about Morbius. Did I mention he's played by Jared Leto? Fuck you, Sony. You fucking fucks. You're such a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, Sony. Man, you know, you really had something good going on. You decided to do the heel turn. Maybe it was a little too soon, and, uh, uh, man, you're going to go down in flames. What is happening here? It's a complete fucking disaster, and just there's only one way to describe the way that Sony is acting right now, and that's cunty. Yeah. Like, you're being a fucking Karen, Sony, okay? Just knock it off. Yeah, cool your Karen jets. You don't need to speak to the manager. Just continue doing what was making you money. Look, it was great. Venom was a decent movie because of the MCU. Not counting that terrible Cletus Cassidy cameo at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson in an orange wig. God. <laughs> Looking like Sideshow Bob. <laughs> So, for those of you that have not been paying attention and wondering why we're doing all this, I'll just give you a little bit of context, but we're fairly certain that if you're listening to Ready, Set, Review, you obviously know what the deal is. The other day, news broke rather quickly that Sony and Disney uh, negotiations had broken down over the rights to Spider-Man. They had been yeah. uh, renegotiating the deal, apparently, and... Uh, and and it just it, it just ended. Yeah. It so you know so this all started a few years ago when uh, Sony came to the offer. Oh, Sony was the one that started the offer. That's the funny thing about this because they had you know they made the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies. Both of one the first one was okay. The second one was just downright awful. It was so bad. Like, like why would they think that they can do a good job? Literally everything that Disney touches is magical right now. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, it we all saw quickly a lot of us forget that before those negotiations happened and Sony had that big email hack yeah. when all that shit got leaked, including like the interview which we yeah. talked about last week, the one of the emails that was there from the head of Sony was like we should get Marvel involved, I'm paraphrasing here, because they know what they're doing. He literally said they know what they're doing, which is basically admitting we have no fucking idea what we're doing. <laughs> and they, they really don't. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, as the uh, bit in the beginning, like, led you to believe, look, Jared Leto playing Morbius, he's going to save the whole universe, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah. So Is he going to be a sparkly vampire, do you think? Oh, don't even. <laughs> I can't even talk about that yet. Or is he going to be tattooed like the Joker was? Oh god! Wouldn't that be great if he if he show if he shows up and and is like as the Joker and it's like wait I thought we were yeah <laughs> just dude, doesn't that, get it that would actually make the movie way better be, <laughs> can you imagine if he didn't have actual fangs he just had fangs tattooed on the back of his hand <laughs> so that he would just like hit people and like the back of his hand would like suck their blood oh my god it's so stupid so so when this deal first came came to be. 
it was just like the mother of all wins for Sony and Marvel. It was mutually beneficial, but Sony in particular. Sony financed the the, the solo Spider-Man movies and had a 5% agreement with Marvel where Marvel would get 5% of first dollar gross on the box office take from the solo Spider-Man yeah. movies. Didn't really have anything to do with Infinity War and the other movies that Spider-Man appeared in. It was just the solo movies. So Disney didn't finance anything. Sony 100% financed. Then we're talking like $200 million movies, $300 million if you factor in marketing costs and all that shit. And Disney was only taking 5% of the first gross dollars on those movies. But, you know, to be fair, they also had all of the, the merchandising rights still. So the toys and all that other shit, all that money went to Disney. But Sony more or less got all the credit for the movies. But the big difference was that Kevin Feige had the creative oversight, let's call it, of those movies. He came in as the master that he is and helped Sony not only figure out how to craft Spider-Man and his villains appropriately, but also how to fold him into the MCU without making it seem like, you know, that he hasn't been there this entire time. Because, you know, the MCU is pretty, you know, well well, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well-aged by the time yeah. Spider-Man showed up. It wasn't until Civil War. So we already knew the characters. We knew the stories. So it was a big challenge to just bring in Spider-Man all of a sudden and put him in such a prominent role. And as we all know, Feige did it masterfully. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man coming into the MCU was, I mean, it was so well-received by the fans. And it was, and they did a good job. Like, Spider-Man in the MCU was a better Spider-Man than we've ever had put to screen before, right? You 100%. know, I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but, like, these were way better. And both Far From Home and Homecoming were just great movies, right? And they had better villains, they had better stories. Tom Holland is a much better Spider-Man, right? And uh, Marissa Tomei is, like, the <laughs> best anime, right? You know, it's great. Um, and it's just, it's, it, it's been a great like piece and Spider-Man is so, so ingrained in the MCU now. And he's so important that I, I can't help but feel that Sony right now is just taking their ball and going home. Yeah, no, they really are. Because so what, what happened with the deal was there was this weird little clause in the deal that got, so first of all, before we go any further, we should just let everybody know that the full details of this deal have never been released publicly. Right. We're only getting bits and pieces of it of what I guess they're allowed to release or what's been leaked. I don't really know. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of this deal that the you know we're just not aware of, which is fine. I guess we don't really need to be. But yeah, so there was this weird clause um, about in order for the deal to continue – Spider-Man Far From Home had to cross the billion-dollar mark, which it did. It became Sony's uh, highest-grossing movie of all time. And obviously, you know, from a, a Marvel perspective, a billion dollars, like every movie they make is, makes a billion dollars now because they're all so fucking good. But so they that that happened, and you got to presume that the negotiations around this deal have been going on for a pretty long time prior to that movie. But I think what Disney offered is more than fair. So Disney's offer was, hey, listen – you no longer need to finance the movies entirely by yourself. We'll go true partnership, 50-50 financing on a $300 million movie. We will go in with you half of that, but we also now just want half of the box office take. And I think that's and – you, and you get to continue to use Kevin Feige, and you get to continue to use all the other connections that Spider-Man has to the MCU. And Sony, from everything that we've been able to read – didn't make a counter offer and just said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, literally took their ball and went home. Right. And they're, they're just like, Oh, we own the rights stomping their feet. You know, I mean, this is why we bought Spider-Man back in the day and why we wanted him. Now, now they are trying to build a universe around Spider-Man and they are trying to build out these other movies, which I think would be really cool, especially if they're going to build it out around maximum carnage. Which, I mean, I, you know, obviously one of the more interesting Spider-Man and Venom storylines. See, but let's talk about that, though. Because are they really trying to do that? Because they, with, with right off the bat with Homecoming. <laughs> <Not> well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, like, right off the bat with Homecoming, it's painfully obvious that Spider-Man is being, is, he's the next Tony Stark. That Far From Home yeah. proves that. He's being so ingrained into the MCU. All of the links between, not just with Tony Stark, but with characters like Happy and Pepper Potts and all of those characters that he has this involvement with. So I don't really think, I think Sony's just being greedy here. Because if you look at what happened in Far From Home and Homecoming, 
it doesn't really feel that there's any sort of connection to a Spider-Man universe. It's Spider-Man as part of the MCU. Like, yeah, yeah you could easily bring in Venom to that, but you can't bring Spider-Man as easily into what they've started with Venom, especially because they went Venom without Spider-Man. So now the symbiote's already there, so you can't backtrack and then have the Spider-Man symbiote story because then it makes Venom make no sense. Right, exactly. And you also can't do a Maximum Carnage story without people like Captain America, Cloak and Dagger, right? Iron Fist. You can't, you just can't do it. Those are all major characters in the story and it's just not going to be good. Like, yeah, you can have the bad guys. Like what, like, I don't know. Does Sony have the rights to doppelganger? Do they have the rights to shriek? Do yeah, they most likely. Rights? I mean, I, I would assume so. Those are, those are characters that would be, villain. yeah, those are all characters that would be considered in the Spider-Man universe, you know, but I mean, it's just it, the, the, the way they're going about it just doesn't make any sense. And they keep on, and the funny thing is, I keep on reading these news reports, too, so we're talking about Morbius. Like, I'm sorry, you know, Morbius is just a, a barely interesting character. He's much more interesting when he interacts with Blade than when he interacts with Spider-Man. He's had a couple of yep. really good storylines with Spider-Man, but ask any real Spider-Man fan, and they will not count Morbius among like the Spider-Man characters because Spider-Man characters are always defined by their involvement or their impact in either Spider-Man or Peter Parker's lives. Morbius had that at one point very briefly and hasn't been a relevant character in the comics for years. Now, does that mean that Sony can't make a good Morbius movie? It does, but Jared Leto, come on, just come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, arguably not very good as Joker. Yeah, uh, he ha so hasn't done well in the comic book movies so far. Uh, what makes you think? I mean, I, I guess maybe because he's playing a vampire and it's like you know a very emo character. Like, I mean, it yeah. just it just doesn't make any. I, I can't figure out Sony's Endgame because if they're because you got to assume this deal goes both ways. So let's say Marvel and Sony part ways. Sony continues to have the rights with Spider-Man. They specifically said after this news that they want to make more Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. Now, taking yeah. Spider-Man out yeah. of the MCU has to have an equal uh, effect with Spider-Man in the MCU, meaning that the next solo Spider-Man movie, let's presume that everything stays the way it is right now, the next solo Spider-Man movie cannot have any connections to the MCU. So how yeah. do you tell a story that uncouples every connection Spider-Man has with the MCU, MCU into a new story? It's going to be garbage. There's no yeah. way to do it. Even with Venom, there's no way to do it appropriately. You literally need to retell an origin story all over again unless you bring in Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, who have already had the origin stories already told, or you do something like they did in the beginning of Batman versus Superman, where you just do like a montage in the beginning of the movie with the Spider-Man origin. That's the dumbest thing ever. That's so it. Stupid. There's no way it's to so do it. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all stupid. So, but now here's the thing. So, so is there anything that's stopping Sony though? from hiring Tom Holland to play Spider-Man. So it's it's almost like it's almost like that thing right where like like um like like they they don't talk about the MCU but they have Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Well, Sony's in... already Sony's already come out and said they have movie plans with Tom Holland and my understanding of it is that when Tom Holland first signed on, he actually has two contracts. One with Sony and one with uh, with Disney and Marvel. One contract is what allows him to appear in movies like Civil War and Endgame, and the other contract is what allows him to appear in the solo movies, even right. though they were all connected to the MCU. So yeah, Sony has come right out and said, we like Tom Holland, we want Tom Holland, he's under contract, we have plans for him in future movies. And that's what makes it so dumb. Like, I could, I could at least marginally understand... If they were to say, no, we're going to recast Spider-Man and make new movies, because then you don't have the Tom Holland MCU connection, but then that's even dumber, because then you piss people off, like, oh, we're rebooting Spider-Man again, you know, and it's yeah. like, so there's no win-win for them, I don't understand their endgame. You know, what they, you know what they could do, though, that I think would be cool, but they're guaranteed not to do it, because it would be cool, is that if you take Tom <laughs> Holland, you bring him into Sony... Right, and you don't have him as Spider-Man. You bring him in as Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider. 
right? Where you bring him in and maybe you bleach his hair blonde, right? <laughs> or give him a blonde wig or something, right? Where he plays a Ben Riley by Ben Riley, he plays the clone of Spider-Man. Yeah. Instead of actually playing Spider-Man. And then once they realize that they suck, they can go back to the MCU begging and pleading. And then and then and then Disney's just like, no, no. But no, wouldn't give us it be all the rights. But wouldn't it be so much better to have that storyline? In the MCU, because imagine how great that would play, especially given the after credit scene where the whole world finds out that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Right. Now is the perfect time to introduce a clone, but yeah. you can't do it because he's not in the goddamn fucking MCU anymore. You stupid cunts. You Tell me the last time that somebody taking their ball and going home actually worked out well. It hasn't. It, it never has. has. ever worked out well for four – like – the person who took the ball and went home, like it never does. Yeah, it no, never it, does. It never does. And the and, game keeps going on. The yeah. game keeps playing, right? You just play without that person because you're still gonna play. Yep. Right. But like for the person who goes home, like it never works out. A perfect example of that is is Joss Whedon's involvement in uh, Alien Resurrection. So I don't know. Little known fact about this is that. Joss Whedon wrote the original script for Alien Resurrection, and apparently it's a completely different script than the movie we got. Yeah. But naturally, the studio was, you know, had their dicks in everybody's mouths and trying to like get them to do what they <laughs> wanted. And eventually, in Whedon, the parlance of our time, yes. Eventually, Whedon <laughs> walked away because they were butchering what he put together. And then we got, you know, more or less the studio version of a fourth Alien movie, and it was a stinker. So yeah, anytime that that happens. It usually does not work out well for the final studio or for what, the final product. What was the last movie that Sony did that was really good on their own? Like, uh, was hmm. it, I mean, is, would, would it be – I mean, like they, they did do the Into the Spider-Verse, which – Oh, yeah, Spider-Verse, I mean, yeah. Which, I mean, you know, okay, so they can do an animated storyline, right? Yeah, so can DC. Yeah. But they can't do live action. But see, that's the thing, though. So there's something to be said for that argument. And I think, actually, I'm glad you mentioned Spider-Verse, because I think that Spider-Verse, the success of Spider-Verse, is part of this problem. You know, like, I don't get me wrong. Spider-Verse is a fantastic movie. Aside from Far From Home, probably the best Spider-Man movie ever made. And so it's clear that Sony can do this well. The problem is that, again, like I said, you can't, you, you can't take the Tom Holland version of, of Spider-Man, of Peter Parker, and just rip him out of the MCU and expect to tell a good story. It's no, just not possible. Spider-Verse worked because it was net new. There was no strings attached to anything else. They were free to do whatever they wanted. And yeah, they probably had taken some notes from Feige's involvement in the other Spider-Man movies and then made a great product. So I think it is possible, but the, the, the thing that people need to realize is that the specific scenario we're talking about, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, it 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 just doesn't work. It it doesn't work taking him out of the MCU. Yeah, it, I mean, I can't understand what they're seeing or like what they're like. It, it's just, I mean, is it over cockiness? Like, do they think that they're gonna do a better job? They just want to own all the responsibility and all the credit. Like, yeah. I get that, right? And they want to be able to receive. 100% of the profits because they think it's the Spider-Man character that drives people to the theaters and it's not. It's the Spider-Man character being written well and being tied to a good storyline. So here's what like, I think like, happened. Here, here's my little conspiracy theory on Okay. This. Oh, I like this. Because right, so, you know, mo most of us didn't really know, we kind of assumed, we didn't really know that there were active negotiations happening around this. So here's what I think. That news the other day just came out of fucking nowhere, right? And the news was reported that Disney walked away from the from the deal because Sony wouldn't budge. Disney yeah. made their offer. Sony appears to not have countered. Disney also appears to not have made their offer. So I think that Disney purposely leaked the information about the standstill in the negotiations to try to get Sony to budge because remember Disney still has not we are this is Saturday morning people we are recording this news came out on Wednesday I think or Thursday perhaps yeah and it's been a couple days now 
Sony has come out and made a statement basically blaming Disney. Of course they are. And why would they blame Disney if they weren't still in active negotiations? Because they think that if they point the finger at Disney, they can put enough pressure on them to get Disney to have a counteroffer. Disney is the one that released the information, leaked it, quote, to begin with, because they want to put pressure on Sony because neither one of them are willing to budge. Yeah, 100%. And I think both of them are trying to get the fanboy, like, reaction right now they want the fanboy rage the memes they're everywhere dude the fanboy rage is is strong right now trending news topics right now it's like the amazon burning and sony and marvel like (laughs) spider-man like this is like the number two fucking thing people are furious yeah and and it's because like you know sony is literally taking away a character that has now been well written well delivered for like the last what five years now? Uh, um, yeah, almost five years, yeah. So we're, uh, it'll be four years. So we're working out in 2016. 2016 so yeah, almost yeah, four years, yeah. yeah. Almost four years, right? So, and like, like by the time they actually have a Spider-Man movie ready to go, it's not going to be until 2021 or 2022. Right. Like, so... And here's what I think is going to happen. What are they doing? I, I, th- I don't think that this is final. I think that it's, it's being reported as such, but the fact that we haven't had a statement from Disney yet... Um, and the fact that Disney had not released any information at uh, San Diego Comic Con about a new Spider-Man movie, right? Right. I think that's because the negotiations were ongoing. I don't think this remains the way it is because here's what's going to happen: Morbius is going to come out sometime in the next year, and it's going to fucking bomb. Yeah, it, it is going suck. to tank so fucking hard. And then Sony's going to go, oh, well, maybe we don't have the best idea here. Yeah. I mean, unless, like, I can't imagine, like, unless you have another character in the Morbius movie, right? Like, it's not going to be good. Unless you put Morbius in a Venom movie or you have Morbius with somebody else, maybe Silver Sable or somebody else within the Spider-Man storyline, maybe Black Cat comes in during that movie, but it can't just be about Morbius because then it's just a vampire movie. And unless it's like a very highbrow movie, which most comic book movies aren't, like it's not, it's not going to be good. Now seeing the Joker being very highbrow in the way that it's going to be may, may turn people's perspective, but I don't think so. I mean, obviously Sony is not obviously involved in the, the Joker movie and it's just, I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's, but again, it is about a, it, another anti hero and a semi villain, but he turns to be a good guy. It's like, uh. Yeah, the, see, the, the thing is this like I said, even, even if Sony comes out and makes a fantastic Morbius movie, which I just don't see it in the cards, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna reserve judgment, even if they do. They're already in post production with this with this movie, right? So that means they're if they want to start a Spider Man tie in, they have to do it right now. Yeah. Which means that it can't just be an after credit scene. Right. They need to go back and do massive fucking reshoots in order to bring Spider Man in. But again, it just doesn't the the way like the storylines just don't mix. You know, it would be like. It would be like putting, um, you know, it would be like putting Spider-Man in Thor Ragnarok. Like, it just doesn't make yeah, any sense how fit. he gets yeah, there. So fit. whatever they do with Morbius, it's not going to make any sense. Because now they've already released the fact that, you know, everybody knows who, who Peter Parker is. You know, so maybe they have this storyline where they rewrite the whole thing and Morbius is going after Spider-Man. But why would Morbius be doing that? He should be dealing with his own fucking problems. As a van- it just the, None of the storylines, and, and I've thought about this Literally nonstop for the last 72 hours. I've thought yeah. of every possible imaginable like, way. How could they make it better? It, it can't. They literally just can't. There's no feasible way with what we know, what's on the docket, to bring Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man into this uh, 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 Sony, Spider-Man, Venom universe, whatever the fuck it is. It just doesn't work. It, you're fucking stupid. Just stop. And just unless, stop. <laughs> unless they have somebody who's out there sort of hunting Morbius and then having another big bad guy 
who's like even worse, right? Right. Like then, and then having Morbius turn into a good guy and then teams up with the guy who's hunting him and then they fight the big bad guy. Right. That's really the way that I was imagining a Morbius movie to happen and to be good. I, I literally cannot understand any other way that you could make a Morbius movie good without doing it that way. Yeah. Right? And because they don't have Blade... Who would be the vampire hunter that they go after? A Van Helsing? Like they have, I know that they have the rights to Van Helsing. They'd have, they'd have like a knockoff blade and be like Blade. He's white. Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing, and now you like tie in the Van Helsing universe into the Sony comic book universe. Dude, like, it's what? just, like, it's so painfully bad. <laughs> I just can't. And you know, and, and and the thing is, I think that you know, I really think that Sony came out to try to get ahead of this this news by making that statement the other day and pointing the finger at Disney and nobody's buying it. If you read any articles and from any either like, you know, the big names like Hollywood Reporter and Variety or down to like, you know, your comicbook.coms and guys yeah. like us and the memers, yeah. nobody is on Sony's side on this. No. no everybody thinks that Sony's being a bitch and I I, I couldn't agree more. Sony is the villain here. Like I I I literally it's I mean this seems like such a high corporate decision from an executive who knows nothing about the audience, knows nothing about the universe, knows nothing about anything that's going on and is only trying to see like, they're trying to play maybe the numbers and trying to only see dollars and cents, but they don't realize what goes into that. Right? And let's talk about that because that is 100% how Sony is acting. But Absolutely. I really want to know how Disney is approaching this because you got to, you got to expect that, Kevin Feige has been involved in these negotiations, and everything that we know about Kevin Feige points to the fact that this guy, while being a high-powered executive in charge of billions and billions of dollars and massive responsibility, at the end of the day, this guy, he's just like a boardroom Kevin Smith. This guy is a fan, a Spider-Man yeah. fan in particular. That's yeah. on record that he loves Spider-Man in the same way that Stan Lee does. So I have to believe, to your point, that Feige is not – he's not the one saying no. It's probably fucking like Bob Iger and those shitheads at oh, the top of, of Disney that are making this decision because let's talk about this. You know, Sony is clearly the bad guy here, but let's just talk about this thing. Disney – I mean, come on. You know, it's nice of you to offer 50 percent financing, and I think the 50-50 deal is a pretty sweet one. I mean, it's – But, you know, maybe come back with a slight counteroffer. Call it – 70-30 or give them a percentage of the merchandising or something like that. Like, yes, Sony's being cocksuckers, but at the end of the day, if you – like, Sony's going to Sony. If you really want to continue to deliver for your fans and keep people interested in these franchises, give – could you give just give them a little bit more? Just give I, them a little bit. I I one hundred percent disagree with that. I think that I think that Disney right now is in the position of power, right? And they know that Sony needs them more than they need Sony, right? Right now they have done a lot to build the universe around Spider Man, but they don't need Spider Man. They have oh, all yeah. of these other characters, which you now see. And Spider Man, especially with the way that the last movie ended, is now going to become sort of an afterthought, and he's just going to kind of fizzle out and disappear. In the Marvel Universe, and it's going to be like, oh, wait, what happened to that? But the next few movies with Marvel, they're all going to be in outer space. And by the time you get back to Earth, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Wasn't there something that happened with Spider-Man and everybody was mad at him and thought he was a bad guy? Like, yeah. you're no, going to forget all about it, right? And so – and Disney knows that. Right, and they're doing so much else to build the universe that they just don't need this. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I mean, Marvel is in a place where they they really don't need Spider Man. You're right. It would just be better if they did. Um, but then let's talk about this though. This aspect of it too is Sony not concerned about. This hey, no, Sony is not the doing. Are they not concerned about oversaturation with Spider-Man? Because remember, some news came out the other day, right around uh, not the other day, a few weeks ago, right around the time of San Diego Comic Con, Sony quietly sneaked in the news there that they were developing a, uh, I think, multiple Spider-Man series, like animated series, based around Spider-Man. So you've got that. Plus the Venom movies, plus wherever the fuck Morbius fits in, plus a slew of other solo Spider movies they're playing. Like 
Are they not concerned about oversaturation? Because I would be. Like, you can't I mean, build your entire universe off of one character. And and especially now that he's now been rewritten three times in 20 years, right? And yeah. it's come out, right? There were three uh, Tobey Maguire movies. There were two Andrew Garfield movies. There's been two Tom Holland movies. But Tom Holland has also been in, you know, both Avengers movies and Civil War. So now he's been in, you know, five different movies, so that Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man is, you know, the most prominent Spider-Man that we've seen. And it's, it's very similar to what happened with Fox and the X-Men, right? Where it was oversaturation. There was too much X-Men over the past 20 years. And that's why Dark Phoenix sucked. That's why Apocalypse sucked, right? And that's, that's why that this new movie, whatever they're going to do with Spider-Man is not going to be good. I mean, yeah, granted, they're probably going to take a little bit of time and move it away, right? And and they're probably not going to release Spider-Man for, like, a while. But, I mean, I just can't see it being any good unless Tom Holland has, like, a cameo appearance in the end of the next Venom movie and it sets it up for a movie after that. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, see, I mean, that that's the problem with it. It just, like, like I said, it all, it all goes back to the original thing we were talking about. There, there really is no good way to bring Tom Holland in in the way that Sony wants him to be involved in this universe. No. There, there, there just really isn't because it's, it's too – you've already got Venom going in one direction, so you, you cannot make the symbiote Spider-Man connection at this right. point and try to tie it back to Venom. You can still do a movie where Spider-Man gets the symbiote and, and like whatever, but you can't effectively tie that back to Venom and his hatred for Spider-Man. It's just not going to work, and the Venom we've been introduced to is already a completely different version of the than the Venom that we're used to in comic books. And it was completely different than the one we saw in Spider-Man 3. Right, so you can't they, – they can't backtrack on that without looking like assholes. It's just right. not going to work for them. The only thing that I think they, they can do is if they – Pivot, they don't use Tom Holland and they bring back Andrew Garfield and they just kind of forget about the second movie. Yeah. And they just like, okay, there's been a time lapse and you know, all of everything that happened in the second movie, blah, 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 no longer exists. But bring in Andrew Garfield, then you don't have to rewrite the storyline and you essentially pick up the amazing Spider-Man stories that you were telling earlier and then you bring them back right now. Yeah, that's the only that's way, the only way yeah. that I can see it working. Yeah, they, out. they've got to get rid of Tom Holland because yeah. he was too good in those movies. Like it's not this is not a situation where we got one movie with uh, Terrence Howard as Jim, as Jim Rhodes and then the next movie it was Don Cheadle. This is not that kind of situation yeah. where you can just swap out actors and expect people not to care or notice. Right. Tom Holland is way too ingrained in the MCU lore right now to right. just be swapped out and have his own movie and expect that to continue. It's right. just not going to work. Right, and you, I mean, obviously in, in Disney you can't do it because you can't use the character, right? Well, and, and again, like in Marvel, like, or, or excuse me, in, um, in Sony, like they have to they don't want to have to retell the storyline, introduce a new actor, introduce like if you bring in Andrew Garfield, you've already told this, you've already told his origin. You've already, you've already killed already, Uncle Ben. You've already killed Uncle Ben. You don't need to do it again, right? You don't like like come on, like yeah. you know, you can pick up where it was and then you can just introduce Spider-Man and Venom together, you know, you know, later on down the line and it's and it's already an established storyline. You know, sort of like what DC is doing in the CW shows with Brandon Ruth yeah. coming back as now Superman again, you know, and coming back and reprising his character. Um, even even though the, the movie sucked, now he's gonna be coming back and there's a tremendous amount of excitement for it. Right. So I think that you can do that same thing and just sort of as long as you just kind of forget, ah, you know, forget about Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's just a disaster. And I also want to talk about the because a lot of people have been sort of weighing in on this, you know, uh, social media presence aside. It doesn't seem like Jeremy Renner is very happy with this. It doesn't obviously seem like Tom Holland is OK with this. Either. Like, let's talk about him yeah, for a minute, because I don't think he would be. He. He doesn't seem like he's okay with this. You know, if you look at his social media post and the, the, he had just had this interesting post on uh, with uh, Robert Downey Jr., the two of them are going for a hike. I don't think he's okay with this decision. And I'm not no. – obviously, I don't think he has much of a say in it. He doesn't. But... And the reason he's not okay with it is because he's probably not going to have a job anymore. Yeah. Right? Like where now he's made millions and millions of dollars off of playing this character over the last five years. 
Now he's not going to have that opportunity anymore. And he was no, literally being positioned to be the main character in the MCU. But see, that's the thing, though. I think that he might not have that position with the MCU. But like I said, Sony has said that they want to continue, even though it's a terrible idea, they want to continue with Tom Holland. He still has a contract with them. And therein lies the problem. I mean, maybe their idea is to do a Into the Spider-Verse and bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I mean, but that's that... stupid because they just made an animated movie called Into the Spider-Verse. It's even stupider. Right, yeah. There's so, there's. No, there's no logical way they can go with this. There's no, no place to go. No, they back no, themselves into nothing. a corner, and I just hope Disney buys Sony and fucking fires everybody. Because yeah. they're just – well, not everybody, but you know, the people at the top because fuck yeah. them. Yeah, and, and I think <laughs> I think Sony, you know, tried to tried to, you know, tried to pull a power move yeah. and walked away and was like, oh, MCU, you have built this character up. You need this character. And MCU is just like, uh, uh-uh. oh, we, don't, we don't need that character. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, you have him. You can destroy him, and then in five years, you're going to sell him back to us for pennies on the dollar, and we'll just re-enter him into the the MCU because we're going to do all of this shit in outer space and don't even need to talk about Spider-Man for five years. It doesn't even matter. Right. You know? Well, (sighs) all right, my blood pressure is like... (laughs) Very high right now. So we need to change topics. Well, I mean, and, and, you know, talking about Disney and how smart they are and everything good that they have touched, everything that they're touching is just, I mean, it looks incredible. Like, there's so much good stuff. And so this past week came out with the the Disney conference. I mean, what was the... What was it called? D23 D23 or something like that? The Expo, yeah. yeah. Why was it called D23? I don't know what they're fucking... I don't know what they're doing. D23. I just imagine, like, the Stark Expo from, like, Iron Man 2. That's just what I I picture. Like, Kevin Feige, like, swings in, dressed as Spider-Man. Yeah, and coming into ACDC. Yeah, exactly, right? I just just picture that. Um, But, yeah, you know, the D23 Expo, and there has been just so many different announcements that have come out. Um, as well as an incredible trailer um, for an incredible show, um, The Mandalorian. Yeah, let's talk uh, about that trailer. So, yeah, let's let's, let's talk about that first and foremost. You know, I had my my doubts about, like, what a show based around a Mandalorian would be. And and those of you who aren't familiar, uh, a Mandalorian is essentially Boba Fett from Star Wars. So Boba Fett was, the way his armor is, Jango Fett as well, they were a part of a bounty hunter guild called the Mandalorian Super Commandos. They they all dress the same, they have the same armor, they have the same, you know, the the same training, and, and that's why they are the elite in the universe. And so... Uh, they're doing a specific show around a Mandalorian super commando, and the trailer looks so badass. It just looks amazing. And if you're not out there right now saying, I need to buy Disney stock because it's going to go through the roof, if Disney Plus isn't on your radar to go and – if it's not an absolute must-have as as uh, Netflix is right now, you're crazy because Disney Plus is going to blow everything out of the water in terms of their quality of their content. Yeah. And Disney has so much money right now that they can just do whatever they want and they are more brilliant than that. They have the creative capacity to make sure that there is an intertwining universe and that there is going to be continuity between everything. Well, they're right? putting in $15 million an episode on The Mandalorian. That's, that's, more, that's, absurd. that's more than Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's outrageous. It's, it's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane, but... Disney's got all the money. They've got more money than God. They're going to be making $15 million a month just on Disney Plus subscriptions alone. 100%. Like, instantly. Like, it's going to be insane. I mean, Disney is, right now, and what's it going to be? It's going to be $6.99 or $7.99? Well, there's a couple different options, apparently, because I know there's like a a Disney Plus only option, but they they said that there's going to be a a Hulu and ESPN bundle, I think, for like $14.00. 99 or 13.99 something like that but like you know fuck it i already pay for hulu so i'm just gonna scrap that and get the disney plus like i don't fucking watch espn like but whatever but it's more than worth it just to get the disney plus and hulu bundle for like half the, it's amazing like how could you not do that yeah it i mean it's it's, it's absolutely insane yeah. right now what sony should do 
is Sony should uh, go out to the uh, to the cable companies because Disney Plus is going to absolutely destroy them. Yeah. If there hasn't been already enough people cutting their cord for cable, is is like this is just a clear sign that Disney is going to dominate the the video on demand and TV entertainment world. Sony should just fucking kill themselves. That's what they should do. <laughs> but fucking yeah, so so uh, the the trailer for the Mandalorian. I mean, it it looks absolutely incredible. Now when. Does this take place? Because this, it looks like they had the actor that played Jango Fett, but he's an older guy now. Oh, it's, it's supposed to be sometime around the time of Solo, I think. So it's so it's before A New Hope. I believe so, yeah. Okay, because I saw a lot of different stormtroopers yeah. were there, and I didn't know if this was something that was supposed to be after Return of the Jedi. No, or... I think it's definitely, I think it's. I think I read somewhere that it's supposed to be sometime before A New Hope, maybe around the time of when, when Solo takes place. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just excited that motherfucking Apollo Creed is in this movie. Carl Weathers, I don't know, yeah. I don't know exactly what his character is gonna be like, but he looks fucking dope. Yeah, and, that's, and what a great placement. Like, yeah, dude, bringing in that's that is what was the absolute key of the MCU, and what has made it good is you have good actors. Yeah, you bring in good, well-known actors who can act, and you bring them into your movies, and you have them playing these roles. It is. And, I mean, that was their 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 modus operandi, which yeah. made them all the money in the world and got the MCU off on this huge, huge roller coaster ride that they've been on. And fucking Giancarlo Esposito is in it. Fucking chicken guy from uh, uh, Breaking Bad. And it just looks. I mean, so there's not a whole lot of uh, lines in, in yeah, this Gustavo trailer. Frame. Yeah, Gustavo Frain. Yeah, who's also in the boys. Yeah, it's which, amazing. Yeah, which is incredible. So great. Like, so there's yeah. not a lot of. Um, they don't really give you a lot of dialogue in the trailer, which I like. But just watching the trailer alone, you can see like you don't need a lot of dialogue because you can easily see. It looks like you're watching a movie. You can see where the fifteen million dollars per episode is going, and it is going into a very high quality production budget. Oh my and gosh! We are very excited for this series. It comes out, I believe, comes out. It's going to be the first thing that comes out on Disney Plus when yeah. it launches on November twelfth. So yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking excited. Yeah, and and so other announcements within the Star Wars universe. Oh. I mean, we had just talked last week about Ewan McGregor signing back on to play Obi-Wan Kenobi and signing yeah. back on into the Star Wars universe. Well, it's we official didn't now. Know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Well, now we do know. Oh, yeah. Because it's 100% that Ewan McGregor is coming back for a standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yes, which is amazing. Which it's the coolest is thing ever. so fucking cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, is he going to be on Tatooine? Are we going to see a young Luke Skywalker? Right? Like, you know. Oh my god, are we going to see a scene where Obi-Wan saves Luke from some ruffians? Uh, or, yeah, I hope so. Dickhead. Dude, you are so <laughs> wrong about that. You are so insanely wrong. He knew Obi-Wan Kenobi beforehand, and I'm sure you're going to see it where Obi-Wan Kenobi saves a young Luke and talks to a young Luke occasionally within the show. I'm I sure we're it. not going to see that. I, I bet you. I bet you. Long-term bet right now. You hear it here first. True reviewers, I want. I, we're we're gonna have to have some kind of of wager here because when Luke Skywalker shows up and Obi Wan Kenobi meets him in the standalone series, no, I mean that's gonna be it. It's just it's just not fair because it's not gonna happen, and I'm gonna be right. So it's it's incorrectly fair. I disagree. You're stupid as you are ugly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah, so standalone Obi Wan Kenobi series, which is gonna be on Disney Plus. Um, and it's going to be incredible, like the, the Star Wars universe. And then on top of all of the new things they're going to have, they're going to have everything that's Disney. Yeah, everything that's already there. Yeah, everything that's already Disney, including a live-action Lady and the Tramp movie. Yeah, uh, uh, looks so stupid. Looks so dumb. Okay, so that, clearly, that's a great thing to talk about because not everything that Disney does is great. Dude, it's it's so funny too because you know that like. When they were making the live-action Lion King, they're all sitting there going, oh, man, this movie is, is going to hit. It can't miss. More cocaine, please. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. do a live-action Lady and the Tramp. Oh. And then they already, like, basically... You know would be hilarious? Dude, they basically finished the post-production. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, they finished post-production on a live-action Lady and the Tramp in the same way they made The Lion King. And in The Lion King, everybody was like, this is terrible. And now they're sitting there going... 
fuck. <laughs> what are we going to do with this Uh-oh. movie now? Uh-oh. Put it on Disney+. Plus. Put it on Disney+. <laughs> Plus. put it on the Plus. Yeah. Just Man, put it on Disney+. It Plus. Plus. It's going to be great. Yeah, so we don't need to People lose money it. on it. And it's like, whatever, we have 30 million subscribers anyway. It doesn't matter. So now, is Disney going to be pulling off their content from Netflix? Like, are they pulling all this? Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's not going to be gone. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Fuck just you. Like, just like WWE did. Because yeah. if, if, if you guys remember, back in the day... Uh, WWE had a bunch of different movies and documentaries yeah. that they had on Netflix, but now they pull off, they've pulled off everything for yeah. their own app, right? And as soon as the WWE app, the WWE network came out, they pulled everything off. That's exactly what they're going to do. All, I'm t- all I need to do is tell you this, Disney. I hope you're listening. Like Warner Brothers listens to our podcast. That's right. And look, you how need good to be, <laughs> you need to be prepared. Whatever sort of servers you're using streaming quality i don't know how all that techno mumbo jumbo works behind the scenes <laughs> you need to be prepared for november 12th at midnight when your series launches for like 30 million people to be watching the mandalorian all at the same time all the same because time. it's going to be the first thing that people watch and they're going to binge it so if i turn on and i start streaming the mandalorian and i get any sort of interruptions well, I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I'm just telling you yeah. to be prepared we're gonna, because it's going to happen. Uh, we're we're going to really yeah. tweet angry. We're going to come on our podcast and bitch about it. Because we're fans. Yeah. So let's talk about the other things that Marvel released at D23 because, you know, just when you thought they couldn't give you any bigger of a boner after San Diego Comic-Con. But wait, there's more. So... Three shows got announced for Disney Plus at D23. Oh, yeah. One of them had been a very strong rumor. Yep. One of them we all sort of expected to happen. Yep. And the other one was so far out of left field, but I'm so excited about it. So, in order, Moon Knight, that was heavily rumored. Yeah, heavily. Uh, Ms. Marvel, which we all sort of saw was going to be coming after Captain Marvel, and fucking She-Hulk. Like, so, Moon Knight to start with. Moon Knight is one of the coolest characters in the Marvel Universe. He is not a rip-off Batman, so all you DC fanboys can just shove it up your assholes because yeah, he's, he's a completely different character. he's low-budget. He's a low-budget Batman. Like, he doesn't have the money that Batman does. Well, he he has and he has. It all depends on what era of the character you're reading. He's one of those characters that is kind of like yeah, Tony Stark not. has, has yeah. been a millionaire and then not, uh, and then he yeah. kind of comes and goes. But one of the reasons why those things happen to him is because he's crazy. So unlike, you know, people always make that comparison to Batman. Like, you know, Batman really is just like a psychopath, but he never acts like that. Moon Knight acts like that. He's a legit fucking crazy person, but he's still a hero, very much an anti-hero. And like, yeah, yeah, he wears a cape and has a lot of gadgets and a fucking plane, but like, whatever. He's completely different. Yeah, Yeah. it's completely different. Um, So this I'm really excited for because I want to – they need to go Netflix style on this, like – Dark and gritty and edgy and, like, very violent, very, like, adultish for this show. And, yeah, I mean, Moon Knight is just great. This show is going to be awesome. Yeah. We, we don't know anything else about it. We just no. know it's happening. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and I think I think it's really, really cool. We don't know any of the actors that are attached to it yet or directors or anything like that. It's yeah. just they're going to have this this show. And it's going to be – I mean, it's going to be exciting. Be Same with Ms. Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel, I'm sorry. You can, so, you can pretty much – So with Ms. Marvel, yeah. right? Now, what Ms. Marvel storyline is this going to be? Because the rumor is – is that the big storyline that they're going to be leading up to in the MCU in, you know, kind of phase four and phase five is Secret Invasion and then potentially Dark Avengers, right? Which would be amazing. Now, having is it going to be that version no. of Ms. Marvel? Or I don't. What version of Ms. Marvel are we going to be getting? I don't because it looks that, like it, it has the lightning bolt. So is she yeah. going to have the swimsuit outfit? Like, no, 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 no. I mean, no. that's a little too, you know, no, no, no. So, 90s. I don't so, know. so first of all, they're not going to do Secret Invasion. I'm calling that right now. I know that's been a rumor, but ever since the post-credit scene from Far From Home, where you see Nick Fury working with the Skrulls in some sort of planetary defense capacity, they're not going to do Secret Invasion. And I, we all thought that was going to be the case when they introduced the Skrulls in Miss Marvel. But then they kind of made them a good guy, and they still could do it. But with that post credit scene, I just don't see it happening. Ms. Marvel is going to be one of two things. It's either going to be 
the uh, young Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel, from Captain Marvel. right? It's either going to be right. that, okay. or they're going to go Kamala Khan, who is the current Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. with it that does have the lightning bolt right. costume, but it's not slutty. It's like you know tasteful or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, yeah. I think she's. I want to say she's. Oh God, I'm going to get skewered by the social justice wars. I'm not, I think she is Palestinian in the show, and she and then in the comics, and she lives in Jersey City. She's a, she's a great fucking character. Her stories are awesome. She's a very very uh, modern take. On, on that character um, and she has like you know she's the one that has kind of like uh, body changing abilities right, like Mr. Right, Fantastic right, where different, she can you know? grow you know yeah. like when we went to the um, the Marvel exhibit yeah exactly where it had the, the statue and she had the giant fist yep. and you know she can yeah. kind of grow her body so it's going to be one of those two yeah. things it's uh, I, I think it's more more likely that they go the Monica Rambeau way because they already introduced her character in the Captain Marvel movie and it was such a hit um, so that I think is the way they would likely do it, or they might even go. Maybe they'll do a, a a combination of the two and have it be Monica Rambeau with like the backstory and power set of Kamala Khan. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. <clears throat> Whoa, sorry. <laughs> High could, quality podcast that couldn't be helped. Coming at you <laughs> in your ear holes. And then She Hulk is the other one. This one, this I'm give so way out of left field. Dude, way out of left, left field. field. And I'm really excited about it because for those of you who aren't familiar with the character of She-Hulk, um, she is actually a lawyer um, who also is the cousin of Bruce Banner and also ha is, has the ability to turn into the Hulk. Except, well, like very similar to what we saw in um, uh, in Avengers Endgame where you have Professor Hulk, that's very much the way that She-Hulk is. She is always the Hulk and doesn't turn back and forth. She's just always the Hulk. She's always green. She's super tall, super strong. Well, now she is. Right. I mean, that's probably what they're going to do. I know. I just, do, like, I just right. like to correct you because when she first came out, she was very much like the regular Hulk when right. she would transform. Was very, she was the savage She-Hulk when she got first introduced. Right. But, but then, then she was, eventually... Was very shortly Yeah, she eventually that, became a status quo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was always the Because Hulk. unlike... Um, unlike I'm going to drop some fucking comic book knowledge on you because unlike Here Bruce Banner who had the accident by being exposed to a literal gamma bomb, she got her gamma powers because she was in some kind of accident and, and she needed a blood transfusion and her brother or I'm sorry, her cousin, Bruce Banner, offered to give her the blood transfusion. That is what changed her into the She-Hulk. So she doesn't have as much direct exposure to the gamma as he did, which is why she was able to control it a little bit more. Even though throughout the years, she's always done what every Hulk has done and hulked out and freaked right. out and then the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Here's the one thing I'm concerned about. If they do a Betty Ross She-Hulk, because years ago they, they did that where she became – after uh, General Ross did – became Red Hulk, which was awesome. Right. She they brought Red in she Betty Hulk. Yeah, Betty Hulk. <laughs> Betty Ross Red She-Hulk. Right. And it was dumb. It was dumb. It was yeah. dumb. It was just a way to try and expand. Yeah. The so if they yeah. do, you know, because Betty Ross technically exists in the MCU and Liv Tider played her, you know, yeah, yeah. and they brought back, you know, Thunderbolt uh, in, in, you know, Civil War, which was great. Awesome. Right. And I, he was in uh, in wasn't he in Endgame too? Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, or, the, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. But what I meant was they yeah, that was yeah. the first time we saw him right. since Incredible Hulk. So I there's a part of me that says, hey, wouldn't it be cool to bring back Betty Ross? That that, that that's what they're thinking. But I hope no. they don't do that because it wouldn't be cool. It would just be dumb. So don't do no. it, please. Do we have any actresses who are tied to She-Hulk? No, but more no, importantly, no. we have late breaking news as we're on the podcast oh. because D23 is apparently still going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, so we it's have very some live and and, yeah. and up and, and running. Right yeah, now. live and in color. Uh, so so one of the things is rumor this morning was that Kit Harrington was in talks to play a Marvel character. Okay. People immediately went to Wolverine. I no, immediately said, no obviously way. fucking not. That's a terrible no. idea. Yeah, they would he, never cast him as not, Wolverine. Wolverine's not emo. Right. So we now have um, the bastard Stark, or technically Targaryen, whatever, yeah. joining Rob Stark in The Eternals. Kit Harrington will be playing Dane Whitman, also known as the Black Knight in the Eternals. Whoa. And this has me really excited. Whoa, that's really cool. That's a good character for him to play. Black Knight, very much as his name is, he is a character who dresses like a knight. He has a, an energy sword. It's yeah. really cool. I think that's a perfect character for Kit Harrington to play. That's, Dude, that's, I, that's great placement. I couldn't agree more. That has me really wow. excited. They've also announced that... We're just going to hit you with like news real quick right here. They've also announced that 
Kat Dennings, Randall Park um, are coming back to reprise their roles in WandaVision. So Kat Dennings was the, uh, I'm forgetting her character name in the Thor movies, but she was the comic relief. You know who Kat Dennings is, right? Yeah. Yeah, like the super turbo smoke with like the just, you know, the one from uh, Two Broke Girls. Right, right, She was right, the comic right, relief right. in the she Thor was, movies. Right. She was really funny. She's right. the one, she's like, she hit Thor with her exactly. car, you know. So she's reprising her role in the MCU as Wanda in WandaVision. And Randall Park, who played uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Wu in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. He's coming back in WandaVision as well in the same role. So that's really exciting because there's nothing cool cooler than when Marvel brings back these characters, you know? Yeah. Like, just like, like, just like they did with Far From Home. They brought back, I'm forgetting his name, the fucking guy that over the, Tony Stark built this in a cave! Oh, yeah. With the box of scraps! You know, they brought, and they brought him back, and it was such a cool moment for fans, so mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see how they bring back these characters, because, like, fucking A, that's awesome. Um, other news that came out already was... The uh, the breakdown, I'm going to call it, of the What If series. So we were really excited about this, and we speculated on it. And this is going to be an animated series. Animated. But with the voice actors who are the actual actors. Yes. Right? Yes. So, that is correct. So very, very cool. And what they've released, the news that they've released is that there is going to be 23 episodes of the What If series, uh, all animated. And they are all going to be related to one installment in the Infinity storyline of the MCU. So, I'm calling it right now. Here's how this is going to work. It's going to be super fucking cool. Uh, each What If movie is going to go movie by movie in the, original, in the original Infinity story of the MCU and just tell a different version. So, starting all the way with Captain America, we're going to get something like... Captain Peggy Carter, right? Yep. It's going to be what if Iron Man? What if, you know, Jim Rhodes becomes Iron Man instead of Tony Stark? Yeah. It's going to be what if Ant-Man? You know, what if yeah. Michael Douglas never, you know, always was Ant-Man? Like something yeah, yeah. it's going to be either going to take each movie installment in the MCU and just do a what if around it. And and I think that it, on that note, one of the things that they should do is what if Thanos won? Let's get one of those right? 115 million or whatever it was that uh, that Four, like 4.1 million. No, I, I don't think so. I think it was like 15. No, I don't know. 14 million. Whatever it was. Yeah, 14 million 167 <laughs> to one. Whatever. Like you point three. Of, yeah, you get one of those storylines where Thanos actually wins, right? And he just sits on a grateful universe, right? And you see him, and maybe that's where we get Monk Thanos. With his little fairy companion, dude. I just, I just had right? this Wouldn't vision. Be awesome? Dude, I just had this vision of I want, I want a, a just a, a twenty minute, like a twenty five minute long episode of What If, and it's just there's no dialogue. It's just Thanos on that farm that we saw him in at the beginning of Endgame, and it's just like he's farming, he's cooking, <laughs> he's just sitting, he's like sipping a drink, he's just he's petting animals, you know. Like I picture like that Arnold Schwarzenegger meme where he's sitting in the forest, you know, and it's just Thanos <laughs> with all the animals. Around him, and he, no dialogue. No, no dialogue, and he actually turns out to be like a really nice. Yeah, guy. he's like a really like, nice guy. You know, like he sees like a, an animal that's like you know maybe like like trapped in like like a fallen down yeah. tree or something, and he like <laughs> helps it out and nurses it back to health. You know, and it become and it becomes one like of those, a really nice, decent person. You know? It becomes one of those like man's best friend stories where he gets a pet and it's like his dog, you know, <laughs> and like they have this like bond or whatever. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would love to see that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just so exciting. Everything that's coming out. Wait, right there's now. more news. Oh, there's more. There's more news. No, oh, I'm telling what? you, man. Dude, shit's coming out. Like as we go on, there's more news. Um, we already knew this was happening. We didn't know okay. anything about it until just now. Okay. Also announced at D23 Expo, Black Panther two, May sixth, two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Ryan Coogler is back to direct. Uh, that's awesome. Bonard! Yeah, I'm so I mean, excited. I mean, the first Black Panther movie was amazing, so hopefully this is going to be just is equally amazing. Exactly. And they also released a poster for the new uh, Star Wars movie Rise of Skywalker, oh, new poster art, which is Emperor some really cool Palpatine. animation. Yep, it's got, it's got silhouettes of Rey and uh, Kylo Ren doing lightsaber battles. And the shadow of Emperor Palpatine is in the background, so that I think may, might dash 
some of our preferred theories that Kylo Ren, you know, does a face turn and Ray does a heel turn, but you know, who knows? Yeah, Maybe who knows? could just yeah. be poster material or an art. But uh, yeah, so. That's all we've got right now from D23. Um, I believe it's going on for the rest of the day, so you know we'll maybe post some more stuff as it comes out. But man, shit is just happening. Shit is. Oh, oh one more thing too. There's the uh, not D23 um, news that just came out that I forgot about. I wanted to talk about it very quickly. Joker got the R rating. Yeah, of course. Woo-hoo! I mean that was that was very very clear. Like again, I mean we've been talking about this movie and it's going to be coming out on October 4th, so we're now about I want to say 8 weeks away, you know, maybe less than that. Six, I'm not a math, six, I'm not a mathematician. 6 weeks away, 6 weeks away from the 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 premiere of that and I think it's going to be like the most incredible movie that DC has ever done. Yeah, totally. Like, because it's going to be so different. It's totally. not going to be a comic book movie, but it is going to be a comic book movie. Yep. Like I think it's going to have plenty of nods to comic book characters and comic book references, but it's not going to be a comic book movie. It's going to be very similar in, in from what I've seen and what I've read to the way that The Master was, where it's a very psychological thriller that it shows a, a, a man's descent into madness, right? And I think it's going to be amazing. It yeah. looks so good. I think it's going to be incredible. And I just, I, I literally can't wait to see it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and then you know, we'll be there on the opening potential, night. Have the potential to bring that Joker into a bigger universe, right? Wait, we already know that they're rebooting the entire universe. Don't get me started with the conspiracy theories. I've had enough with Sony and talking about their no. fucked up universe. I can't go into DC no, right but now. DC, but DC is this is supposed to be a standalone movie. It's not going to have connection to any other. It movies. absolutely is. It is a starting off point for their new fucking universe that, and they're bringing Wonder Woman and the characters yeah, that are bankable into that universe. Affleck is out. Cavill is out. Shazam is in, Wonder Woman is in, Aquaman is in, everybody else can go fuck themselves. I'm telling I'm calling it right now. How great would it be if Brandon Ruth gets the nod after he comes in for a crisis on Infinite Earths? I mean, depending on how well he does and how mm. much he can, you know, maybe he can hit the gym yeah, a little Warner, bit. He's a little skinny. Warner Brothers Warner Brothers kind of treats their well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers kind of treats their uh their CW, their Arrowverse as like the redheaded stepchild, unfortunately, because they're idiots which is so dumb because it's so much better than everything else that they do it's just it is what it is but um all right so yeah sony stop being a karen just fucking bite the bullet come on sony what are you doing and disney maybe just 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 a little bit like whatever you gotta do we know you're gonna be fine stay stay strong you don't don't need spider-man you don't need spider-man they're gonna come crawling i need spider-man i need spider-man crawling back and Marvel's going to buy it for pennies on the dollar. They're going to be like, Sony's going to be like, please, we're going to go bankrupt if we don't sell this character. Well, they're going to buy Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Disney's just like, all right, we'll just, we'll just yeah, buy we'll just you buy too. You. God. We'll buy you too. Oh, God. All right. Well, everyone has been commenting on our stuff on the Sony merge, on the Sony merge, the Sony Marvel battle. Um, we posted a lot of stuff over the last couple of days. Keep on commenting. We love the conversations. Go out and follow us. Go like all of our shit. Go subscribe. You know the drill because as always – Stay tuned, true reviewers.